on last week's Irrevelations. We're going to start out this episode with what the priests are allowed to do with the meat. I still owe God for that sin, you know. I, I, someone's got to, I got to pay him too, you know. He's kind of like the mafia, you know, where no crime goes down in the city without them getting a piece. If you went in and tried to do some priest work without getting priested, mm-hmm. you're going to get beasted. First of all, it's a g- grease fire that burns for all time. They're just throwing fat in there and then grease. It's like it's probably a turkey fire. Two, the priests have to wear special linens, like just the most absolutely fire non-retardant thing that they could possibly be wearing. I mean, they're basically wearing wicks. They don't. You can't kill a priest by sacrificing too much and making them die of overeating. Okay. What What are they gonna do if they kill me? Kill another bull and everything's fine. Yeah, <laughs> actually, <laughs> Leviticus ten: the profane fire of Nadab and Abihu. Uh-oh. Before we turn to the word, I would like to see I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell. Just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America. Just in the Bible for killing innocent souls are in hell now, burning now. The, the Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. I can freely admit that uh, I don't have any innate uh, appreciation for all life. I can pretty much, I, I feel comfortable saying that life I don't care about, this life I do, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, it's like how I feel about, like, v- uh, like uh, eating meat. Like, I love my dogs. If anyone ever kicked it, I'll fucking rip your head clean backwards, you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, if I have to, if a bunch of pigs have to grow up in boxes not big enough that before they get slaughtered for bacon, uh, you know what? I don't know. You're not going to not eat that pig. I'm not going to not eat bacon, you know? Yeah, I'm going to fucking do it. What about, I understand whoa, whoa, that quick. it is an industry based on cruelty and horrors done upon sentient animals, but uh, you know what? I got to eat bacon. Sidebar. Mm. Are you ready? <laughs> sidebar the, on this sidebar. Are you okay. ready for the uh, meatless revolution when we have, like, lab-grown meat? I am. Uh, I'm pumped. I don't give a fuck. I, I, guess I, don't, I, I guess I don't give a if shit. If you can grind whatever it is into a hamburger, I'm fine. If it tastes like a hamburger, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, to me... The meat, you know, they're like lab-grown beef. To me, like I've had, um, I've had like a oh, cauliflower steaks. You know, it's a call, it's a slice of cauliflower. They deep fry it. I don't give a shit. Tastes fine. I, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't seek it out. Like if someone's like, we have this delicious fillet, and then we have a plant that was deep fried. I'd be like, yeah, give me the fillet. I don't give a shit. But um, personally, I, I don't care. I, I don't, I, I, I don't care. If 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 you could compact cardboard like old mcdonald's uh sandwich boxes that they use for big macs you mean big macs? somehow <laughs> <laughs> you could somehow recycle that into a fucking uh, uh something that tastes like a beef patty yeah, yeah fuck it i'll eat it i don't care i bet you would too know. just guarantee that it's got enough nutrients so that my uh my dick still works i don't care hmm. Is that... <laughs> Is there... as long as... i think you just have to have my... blood for that as long as my dick works. Can I turn this cardboard into blood? Then yes, please. <laughs> can, I, can I turn this? Even if I have to use it as a splint and it's just... Fl- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but actually it's the best thing. I just shove it in the pee hole and I'm like, good to go. Whoa, you couldn't put it under? 
Yeah. To put an, in, an internal splint? <laughs> I won't be able to feel it. Oh, fuck. Great. Uh, yeah, I don't care. So my point is, yeah, I don't care about me. I don't care about lab-grown meat. <laughs> Give it to me. Give a shit. Wow. Are we going to talk about the ISIS pride, or do we just want to talk I about I thought that's what we were talking about. I can't remember. Why the fuck are we talking about lab-grown meat? You started talking right, about, uh, oh, it's because life. You're talking about one life doesn't matter more to you than, or can matter okay. more to you. Yeah. Like animal life doesn't matter to you. I just find it crazy that all these, uh, I mean, whatever. I, honestly, hypocrisy within the Christian faith is so widespread that I Rampant. feel like it's like part of it. It's just part of it. Like, I mean, it doesn't even surprise me anymore. You can't even, I don't even think you can use it as like a negative anymore. You just understand that's inherent. The idea that a bunch of Christians can jerk off all day long about, oh, it's a fetus and it's a human life and you're Hitler for killing him. Oh, by the way, this woman was being left out of uh, because she's a shithead. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to stand behind this. Uh, what is her name? Shamina Begum. I have no idea. Total, total fucking garbage. I told you I was going to read up on her case, and I didn't. But so. you didn't. No, Great. Didn't uh, the ISIS bride is fucking a shithead. I hate her. I hate her. I don't hate her. I don't really care that much about her. But uh, I mean, but, you're not going to. You're not going to back her up. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that bothered me about her. Well, yeah. Anyway, so if you're going to cry about the sanctity of life, but then laugh when a like a baby dies, then I don't know. I think you're. They're not white babies. Take, it's okay. I don't take any of your arguments seriously. Then at that point, you've lost any ground where I give a shit about your opinion. I wouldn't vote for you. Sure. But so here's the thing: she ran away from home, fled to ISIS. Uh, her first husband that she met on like chat roulette, whatever the fuck they, however they recruited her, uh, died. Then That's she how I recruit baby died. She married. They were like, "Oh, your husband's dead," and they basically did the uh, Judah thing. Where they're like, "Oh, your husband died. Don't worry, we got a backup husband. Just stick around." And then uh, she's basically Tamar. Was that was that name? Tamar, Tamar, uh, the the lady that Judah fucked. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I love I tying things about. to the Bible. I love it. Uh, so like Tamar, the Shemina Begum, like the Bible. Uh, her first husband dies somehow. They give her a second husband. He dies, and then they're like, all right, shit, we got a third husband. Was Hold God on, killing him? You think, or George Bush? <laughs> I think this would have been Obama. Uh, same thing. Um, but, uh, if you mix God and George Bush, you get Obama. But, um, then she had a third husband and, and, and she's also lost as many husbands. She's lost kids or at least, you know, so then the third husband, uh, got taken to, uh, Germany or wherever the fuck he's from or he's Dutch. I can't remember. doesn't matter. But anyway, he, he gave himself up and he's now rotten in jail. But, um, hmm. the point is the UK denied her citizenship, which is kind of a weird slippery slope. I don't know if you should just be able to do that. I mean, I don't know. A lot of people, a lot of people jerking off about it. Like, Oh good. Stay out. Get fucked. You know, eat shit lady. You know, I don't know why you, you want to join ISIS. Get fucked. Get out of here. You know, I think I see it as the same, same as if, if someone self assembles a rocket and uh-huh. takes it to the moon and gets there, and then it's like, uh, I want to come back. Can someone send NASA to get me? We'd be like, no, you're a, you're a Moonian now. You're a Lunite. <laughs> you live there now. So we've revoked I, your citizenship. You no, I mean, I think revoking citizenship's different than sending a SEAL Team 6 to go get her. Like, yeah, I wouldn't send a rescue team for her, but uh, I think if you're... I, I mean, uh, I, 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 you know, uh, call me a real patriot here, but I think if you're born in America, you're a fucking American. I don't give a shit, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really care. You, you, you want to fuck up and join the terrorists that's that's yeah it's your call but you're still american you're an american terrorist but you're still a terrorist you know see i'm gonna out american i don't don't think anyone can take that from you i'm gonna out american you here and take the most american stance on this and say i don't care until it affects me (laughs) well you're a real american yeah thank you Uh, i'll give it you're a real patriot yeah kneel Uh, to my patriotism (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, yeah, I don't it, does, it sucks. The kid things. died, right? Like no one wanted that. I well, guess. obviously, I plenty. Know. of I'm people. laughing, but plenty of people <laughs> wanted that. Um, I'm not. I'm gonna, laughing, but I'm not having cares. a day of mourning. But it sucks. Like the kid, yeah. the kid didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm from the standpoint. I don't think we need any more kids. Well, yeah. I think it's like. Uh, All right, AOC. It's like it's like when a rabbit gets picked off by a hawk. I'm like, oh, that's fucking shit. It's not You'd be the worst Catholic. Rabbits, <laughs> I, I I might be. You're, you're one of those uh, millennials that Fox News is talking about that's afraid to have children now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with uh, it. I'm just at least I'm not one of those Catholics that rapes them, but um. That's, that's, that's on the scale of Catholics. And counterpoint. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for not having kids. I'll bag my dick any day of the week. I'll keep this semen far from any ovulating uh, ovaries. Holes. But sure. Holes. I'll take it from any ovulated holes, but I won't rape a kid. I'll, that's that's the line, you know? I mean, you know, I don't know. Is you that know. the only line you have? <laughs> <laughs> that's the line. And it's not even out of any principle. Man, I just hate kids. You know? uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you would if um, you... Didn't hate them, maybe. <laughs> I fucking hate kids. <laughs> I just hate kids. All right. Um, but the thing that bothered me is I watched Shamina Begum's The Isis Bride's uh, interview, and that's what really pissed me off. Oh, okay. Is because they interviewed her, and she's got this smug 19-year-old shithead fucking face. And it just, I hate her not because of Isis. I don't hate her because of the, her ideas. I hate her because she's a fucking kid, and I hate kids i just fucking hate millennial teenage shitheads uh, she's, she's denied like, her citizenship she's like post-millennial probably almost, i don't know right? what her deal is but let me know. just this was the thing i was she's reading this document from the i guess the secretary of state or something from the uk and they're like we regret to inform you that we have denied your citizenship and she reads this whole thing basically saying that her and her baby are doomed to die in the desert and she oh. just goes wow okay and I was just like, fuck you. Oh, my God. Like, it's just like she she rolls her eyes at her citizenship. Like, okay, whatever. I was like, fuck you. And then and then they're like, why don't you, uh, like, what do you think about this? Like, I just think that, like, they could show a little bit of mercy, you know? And I'm like, fuck, you watched people's heads get cut off and laughed. Like, and fucking what? Wasn't the whole thing that she was still, like, pro-ISIS, even at this point? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, like, yeah. She like they're like, for, what do you regret? Yeah, they're like, what do you regret? Well, I regret we lost. I'll tell you that much. That's a real. Hmm. That's a real bummer. You know, I really fucking ruined my spring break. You're like, yeah, <laughs> that sucks. I guess. Jesus. I just. Uh, I just. It just. She belongs on Twitter with the rest of them. Well, know. hopefully she can be a cautionary tale to any other teens. If hey, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking about joining ISIS, I'm gonna tell you right now, don't do it. No. D- you can't. I think literally, I'm gonna have to cut that out. Like I think no, I, I that am, the FBI would show up at our house. No, I'm no, fuck exi- you. I'm going. To I'm cut using this. my First Amendment rights to say that if you want to do That's something, sedition. you should do it. That's follow your hearts, first kids. Am, first Amendment. You follow no, your hearts. I'm actually gonna cut this. Just so you're. Clear. No, you got to keep it. No, we can't do that. That's what sedition. do you mean? That's sedition. That's legally. Sedition. How is it sedition? We're, you cannot broadcast to people. Yes, you should. <laughs> that is illegal. It's literally okay. illegal All right. under the okay. law. I will take it back. Let's, I will not say that again. people should. Let me do the bit again. And uh, do no, no, no. Funny. Let's just let's just keep the whole thing. And I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna let me clarify that. No, don't <laughs> wink. Okay, I'm going to cut this. Let's try the bit again where you don't tell people to. <laughs> Can we do that? All right. I know let's you try it. This would be funny if we were sitting around like a, a party and you said this, okay. but okay. I'm not putting this live. No, do it. You don't get a choice. Yeah, yeah, I, I stand close. by my words, Grant. 
I let me censored. Fuck you. <laughs> You're gonna be, I'm going to censor you. Yes. Don't do it. No, you're just going to say it again. I already know you are. <laughs> Let's just move on. All right, kids, don't, don't <laughs> this. <laughs> All right. Okay. God, I love their videos. Um, all right, so where are we at? Leviticus 11, do you think? First off. Uh, you're listening to a Revelations podcast, if you didn't know that already. If you somehow ended up here on accident, let me tell you what we are. We're the podcast that reads the entire Bible from stem to stern. We're going through it one page at a time. We're breaking it down for the common man so that you don't have to read it, because we don't want you to. All right? Right. We're not not Big Brother Church, right? We're your little brother, not church. And we're not ISIS. You You have a choice. We're not ISIS either. If that's on your pro column, put us there. Yeah, we're also not Nazis. Not no Nazis. one's accuses of that, but I know it's coming. We're not Nazis. I don't think it's coming. We do a lot of, oh, uh, we. I guess we do talk shit about the Jewish people. Let me say this. Not, but not we about also the people, talk shit about About Nazis. the religion. Well, about their Bible. Their Bible. I don't and the Christian Bible. All Literally, right? I don't know anything about their religion because I feel like nothing we've talked about is really what, like affecting the day-to-day Sure. I see, though, that we're talking shit about all three Abrahamic religions, which yeah, is most of the world. Put them in the pile. We're in most. That's that's what. Honestly, we're making we're making fun of anyone descended from Noah. So that's every single person Ooh, on the planet. So, not people yeah. descended from Seth, though. He was cool. Noah's descended from Seth. What are you fucking dumb? I know, but there was that gap of people. Who, oh right. That we're cool. Those dead guys. Yeah, between Seth and Noah. Anyways. They get a pass. They Actually, I think, wasn't Noah. Seth Noah's dad? I don't know. Regardless. No, descendant, whatever. It's Seth down to It's Noah. not important. This is too serious. We're on, well, we're a Bible podcast. We're on episode 25? Wow. Yeah. In some countries, 25 is when you get to a reduced rate for renting a car. Huh. Good uh, observation. I just there. like to Thank tie in numbers to other numbers. Um, oh, great. We're picking... You and me, we're a team. Uh, me <laughs> with my uh, edgy ISIS uh, propaganda yeah, yeah. and you with your number work. Great. No, bring that up again. Um, so I, my name's Grant DeVoist. <laughs> I'm Cole Deluski. And we're starting off this week, this episode 25, in Leviticus chapter 11. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. Wow, it's been an interesting book so far, right? Like, we've gone through a lot of rules... A lot more crap about how to be a priest and how to run a temple. Um, right. Cold-blooded murder of two innocent priest children. It definitely has episode. taken a turn. That last chapter mm-hmm. definitely took things for a turn. Um, to me, it definitely feels like, and with no aplomb. I mean, I, I guess we'll cover, they, they, they'll probably discuss it more in the Bible. I know we come back to Aaron. But... Um, it definitely seems like the hype has not matched to the reality. Kind of like a don't meet your heroes type moment. Like um, you, you, you go to all this effort to finally meet God. God comes down and the first thing he does is psst, psst, and just kill two random dudes. Yeah. And well, let's not forget he killed 3000 people before that for yeah. worshiping what was basically a representation of God as far as they knew. I feel like it's like uh, you're dating John Wayne Gacy. I mean, I don't care how good of a party he throws. He's killing people. Yeah, but not you. That's true. Keep your enemies closer. Right? I'm just the guy complaining about the smell under the floorboards, you know? 
here's a question. Kind. If you would, if you knew there was a chance of you getting killed if you turned him in, but you knew you were wow. safe if you kept dating him, you'd do it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, if there's anyone I'm going to be in history, I'm the Eva Braun of, uh... <laughs> of John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> John Wayne wow, Gacy's what a mashup! <laughs> <laughs> okay, well now they'll definitely uh, call us Nazis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's, get, let's get into chapter eleven. This week we're starting out with. The food rules, right? So everyone has probably, at least if you don't live in Iraq, you've heard of kosher. I love especially, so just to put things in context, Aaron and Moses, they're talking to each other because, one, Aaron just watched his kids get killed and then unceremonially dragged out of the camp and dumped. And also God made him unable to mourn. He said, you will not mourn or I will kill your ass too. Literally. Yeah, and and then now he's kind of holding his two kids hostage, his two surviving kids. And Aaron and Moses are kind of like, and Moses is, and now like things are on the wire, you know? It's like yeah, that first probation. In yeah, the and now Moses is like giving him, yeah, extra, extra supervision. And Moses is like going over his shit extra. Like, look at this goat. This goat doesn't look good. And Aaron's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm going to fix it. He's like, I don't like this either. So Aaron's uh, got his neck on the proverbial bandsaw. And God decides this is a good time to talk about what foods you can eat. Yeah. So, which is a 11. good, I mean, that's important. You got to know what foods are not clean, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, for instance, if you're on a low carb diet, don't eat a bunch of potatoes. Right. This is their low carb diet for their spirit, um, for their soul. Now, I, yeah. Um, so uh, Leviticus 11. So Moses and Aaron, they're standing there talking about the kid that God just killed. And then God shows up between them, probably puts his arm around both of them. Like, all right, you guys, I got some more rules. Nope, just his butt. Remember. They can oh, just his, his ass. <laughs> all of a sudden, God's ass <laughs> erupts before them. All right, guys, speak to the children of Israel. These are the animals which you may eat among all the animals that are on the earth. Um, let's just break this down. Uh, everyone's going to kind of know this. Um, well, give them the big, o- the big overarching thing. Is... The overarching theme is you have to, if it ha- if it chews of the cud mm-hmm. and has cloven hooves, you can eat it. So cows, good. But hares, swine, and rock hyrex, whatever the fuck that is. I think I looked it up. It's like a gopher or some shit. I'd eat it. Um, interesting. Rock hyrex. Dugongs and elephants are more closely related to each other than they are to anything else, and they are completely different. I mean, a dugong is like a manatee, and an elephant's a fucking elephant, and a rock hyrax is kind of like a gopher or some shit, I think. Well, if we're going to have a zoology episode, I guess this is going to be the one, so I'll. <laughs> but my point is, is that um, they're unclean. You know, there, there's this weird division. You have to have a cloven hoof and chew the cud. Uh, Pigs have uh, cloven hoof, but they don't eat cud. Uh, hares have uh, chew cud, but don't have cloven hooves. And the rock hyrax chews the cud, but also does not have cloven hooves. So you can't eat that shit. Yep, you got to check all the boxes. Um, as far as things in the water, and basically, okay, so, and then to sum it up, these things are, you don't eat them, and their carcasses you shall not touch. They are in clean to you. And this is going to keep coming up. I would think it's kind of like uh, in programming, there's like a status for you, you know, and you're either clean or you're unclean. And to be honest, it's going to be pretty hard to stay clean. Almost everything, you know, uh, um, all these things will make you unclean. Yeah, and then as we filthy. get to like, 
Yeah, and then we're going to get to like what it takes to become clean. You might as well just stay unclean, people. It's a fucking ton of work. If you touch a rock hyrix, just give up. I mean, you got to go out of your way to touch a little weasel guy, right? I think. I don't know. Maybe they're everywhere. <laughs> Maybe you're busy trying to grab a pigeon because you raped a dog the last week, and you're like, oh, i got to find so many fucking pigeons for all these sins I've been doing. And then as you're reaching, you touch a rock hyrex. You're like, you know what? I give up. I fucking don't care anymore. If I was a rock hyrex, I would I would have a little pigeon costume so they would always touch me and have to clean <laughs> themselves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um so here's what it is for animals in the water. Uh, you may eat anything in the water as long as it has fins and scales, whether in the seas or the rivers. So the obvious exclusion exclusion here is shellfish, right? That's a big thing. And uh, yeah, but in shrimp is gonna be fine. Nope, shrimp has that's shellfish. Shrimp has scales. It has a shell. As a like a what do they call it? Yeah, it's a shell. As a carapace. Yeah. Huh. I I don't know. I always thought the shrimp kind of had nope. well, okay, no shrimp. Right. That is a no shell. muscles. A, none of that shit. Mm, Here's what's interesting. Shit. So I was trying but to no figure sharks. out. No sharks. No swordfish. No lungfish. Maybe. Wait, do lungfish have scales? I have no fucking clue. Do you know that they can't eat salmon because they have little tiny scales? Apparently. What? Yeah, they do. You've, Wait, I've you tell me the Jews can't eat salmon? Like they I've can. never had locks on a they bagel. They can bagel? eat salmon. You're not listening. Okay, okay. I said that they have little tiny scales on them. It, mm-hmm. Salmon look like they have just skin, but they're scales. They can't eat swordfish, even though I think swordfish are in the same category as salmon, but for whatever reason, they can't. Um, uh-huh. So I was sitting there trying to figure out, you know, why did God make these rules, right? So a lot of times Christians that I know will point to these really bizarre reasons um, that will try to, like, give them some validity. Because obviously it's like, well, this seems really uh, arbitrary. But they'll say, okay, well, look at the swordfish, for instance. It, swordfish and sharks, which Jews cannot eat, have some of the highest accumulation of toxins because they're so high up on the food chain, right? So they're, get, they're like, ending up with all this mercury and stuff like that. Yeah, but mercury poisoning is a pretty recent thing. I don't think that mesomer- no, But, but all toxins. Mercury is not the only poison you have to worry about. Regardless, uh, though, okay. A, I don't necessarily think it is... Do you think a lot of Jews were out catching swordfish? I mean, I think of course not. Of course not. But I'm I'm making the argument that they would make. I'm not. I'm playing devil's advocate here for a second, because then what I came to realize after thinking about that for a minute was that it doesn't make any sense because shellfish have the Uh lowest concentration of toxins because they're so low on the food chain. I just the the the, the swordfish thing is kind of just. I'm trying to wrap my mind around that. Like these guys are running around the desert and they're like, you know, when we're in the Gulf of Mexico on a charter fishing boat, we're gonna have to throw swordfish back. You guys are like, they probably have them in the Mediterranean. Swordfish in the Mediterranean? I mean, maybe. But how are you getting out there? I just feel like you can't. Can you shore fish for swordfish? They have little boats. (laughs) They fish for some shit. Maybe. I mean, they know Hmm. what a dugong is. I mean, yeah, I guess they do know what a good. But I feel like dugong are shallow water shit. No, maybe, but they're also out there. They probably eat seagrass. If they're related to manatees, then they probably just hang out in coves, and then you can just ride them or whatever, punch them with your fist. Get that sweet dugong meat. Yeah, they also... Wait, they can't eat dugongs. They don't have scales. You can't eat dolphins either. Boy. Yeah, exactly. I hope hope Moses doesn't hear about uh, the Japanese harvest of dolphins and whales. Dude, swordfish are swordfish are even up in like the Black Sea, the Adriatic, or whatever. Yeah, they're all up nice. in the Mediterranean, so th- they would see them. Sucks to be them because a swordfish steak is delicious. It's not bad. I'm not crazy about it, but yeah, I'll eat it. Oh, you're not crazy about it. I don't know. 
I feel like I feel like well, first of all, I can't taste the difference in fish. I have no clue. It all tastes like fish to me. But I feel like swordfish is more expensive, therefore I like it. It's good and thick and meaty. That it's and the halibut, bloody, isn't it? Yeah. Or the halibut. Mm. I think they're quite a vascular fish. Um, so anyway, they shall be an abomination to you. You shall not eat their flesh, and you shall regard their carcasses as an abomination. Um, anything that does not have scales or fins and it's in the water. So imagine if you say... accidentally touched a swordfish. Shit. I feel like I feel like I've gone my whole life without ever seeing a fucking swordfish. I don't <laughs> don't know why the Jews are so worried about it. Um, don't eat birds of prey. Basically, let's sum up that whole next couple of verses. Yeah, as far as eating birds, no birds of prey. Obviously, chicken is delicious and cool. But kites, falcons, eagles, vultures, buzzards, ravens. The ravens especially. Ravens. I think ravens' primary food source is people. They eat people. Ravens love human flesh. Really, I I don't know if that's what they eat these days, but. Uh, I've read a lot of old textbooks and history books, and apparently ravens just love eating corpses. It's like their favorite food if they can find it. Hmm. Wow, they said you can't, they're listening to birds you can't eat. They said mm-hmm. the bats, you can't eat bats. That's not a bird, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid asshole Moses. <laughs> bats. Uh, something I find interesting is that it's um, hawk, little owl, fisher owl, jackdaw, carrion vulture, the hoop. The hoopole, the heron, and the bat, yeah. Um, insects, you can't eat most insects. If they fly and they walk on all floor, all fours, they're unclean. But mm-hmm. there are some flying insects that walk on all fours that you can eat. Uh, those that have jointed legs for hopping on the ground. <laughs> what, a, uh, what a crazy <laughs> exception. Like, as long as they're le- of- it is kind of, at this point, I'd be like, what are you basing this on, Moses? And he's like, yeah, you can eat grasshoppers, but not cockroaches. I'm like, okay. You can, you can eat locusts, but not swordfish. <laughs> yeah. You can eat oh, we're grasshoppers. The hog. You can oh, wait, eat grasshoppers, no, but not owls. I'm like, all right. Okay. <laughs> owls off the menu, but all right, get a fucking grasshopper over here. Owl does do look it. like it would be gross, though. I don't want to eat an owl. You think owl looks gross? I feel like owl would be delicious. No. You don't think an owl would be tasty? Too many you feathers. Ever seen you Harry Potter? Have you seen Hedwig hopping around? You're like, hmm. No. I wouldn't Fucking do it. A little bit of butter basting in the rotisserie? Have you ever uh, have you ever dissected an owl pellet? That did it for me. I'm not interested in owls after that. <laughs> well, you don't eat that. Part. I know, but still, I just associate the two. I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you this. I used to live a life like these Jews, where I considered some animals clean and unclean. I wouldn't eat some things. Um, and on that list, and I know we've talked about this, was sushi. I'd never really had any appreciation for sushi, raw fish. It just seemed gross, you know, sushi, yeah, yeah. sashimi. That's fair. And then I went to lunch with one of my coworkers, and they ordered sushi. And I was like, well, fuck it. All right, I'll try it today. And uh, I love sushi. I love sashimi. I'll eat a whole fucking tuna. Just get, just pull it on the boat, rip it in half. I'll dive into it like a yeah. fucking termite. I don't give a shit. I love it. yeah. And I realized that stopping myself from eating food, who's winning, you know? Like, what? what? I would have gone my whole life without eating this shit. So now I'll eat anything. Give me a fucking animal that can sign language. I'll eat a gorilla. I don't give a fuck. I'll eat all these fucking bugs. I don't give a shit. Put them on the menu. Bat? I'll eat it. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. What am I missing out on? What? What? what how, how much of my life am I wasting that I don't eat orangutan? I don't... I think that those would taste too much like people. Is that a... I'll fucking eat a person. I don't care. I don't want to get a taste for it because I'm afraid I wouldn't be able to stop. I think, 
I feel like if you were eating people, yeah, uh, I feel like first of all, there's Brain a lot worms. of people out there. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of people out there. There are two. There's a lot of meat on a lot of people. I've been to Walmart. I feel like one that's not meat, person. Dude. That's not meat. I feel like <laughs> that's a well marbled Kobe beef. He doesn't even walk. He's in a fucking mobility scooter just picking up pasta. I'm gonna get him. Uh, he's gonna taste like cigarettes though. He's not even gonna. He's. <laughs> he can't even run. I'm just gonna hit him with a fucking uh, like a signpost and drag him off. I'm gonna have food for months. You know, I'm gonna do what Joe Rogan does. I'm just gonna put half of him in a freezer like an elk and just live off fucking person for five nights out of the week i mean yeah one day we might have to come to that i guess uh i do notice that i don't see anything about eating people did you see anything about eating people um i think that dead bodies are unclean anyway so yes i by extension unless it i'm uh, you know i'm gonna go the legal route if i don't see anything written down do you see a rule in here that says you're not allowed to fly into space and punch moon rocks with your face yeah because it didn't say that see that i wonder if you can do that then I don't think God has an opinion about me flying into space and punching moon rocks with my face. That's my point. I think that he knows that you aren't going to... Sh- it's obvious. Oh! What is it? Obvious. You think it's obvious? I don't, if it's obvious, then why the fuck all the rest of this shit? Uh, because this stuff isn't as obvious. Because it's not obvious that you shouldn't eat swordfish. Right. But, but it is obvious that you shouldn't person. eat people. <laughs> I don't see why it's obvious. I think they'd be delicious. I've heard they're delicious. They're unclean. Tell you what, tell you what, tell you what, tell you what. We're going to do Passover. That's a gut. That's a given. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do the next Passover together. All right, and I'll then come we'll also, I'll we'll come also bag a hobo and tear into him and eat him. Uh, okay. We'll do it. We'll split. We'll do it. We'll, I'll do your thing. You do my thing. All right? Is that, is that like some sort of an un- unholy Passover, I feel like? No, I think it'll just be like a, the best Thanksgiving ever. All right, I'm, I'm Googling right now what the Bible says about cannibalism. Wow, cannibalism yeah. is mentioned is mentioned in the Bible. There's no direct statement about not doing it. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, I guess Happy Kwanzaa, motherfucker. Let's All do right. this shit. We're allowed to. All right. So uh, here's some other unclean animals, but uh, as far as we'll, we'll get to it, but I think you can eat people. Um, uh, whoever – oh, this is just what happens when you touch them. Uh Leviticus eleven twenty four. This is what you do with unclean animals. If whatever goes on paws among all kinds of animals that go on all fours, those are unclean to you. Does that mean you can't pet a cat? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Who the fuck would want to pet a, a cat? Because paws among all kinds of animals that go on all fours. Well, you can't, can't pet a dog. That's or like my main thing. Okay, yeah, you can't pet cats or weasels. I'll give you that because fuck both those things. But... Um, and ferrets. Ugh. Oh, I don't want but, a pet a ferret. I want it to pet me, if you know what I mean. Uh, huh. I don't, but <laughs> and I don't want to. Um, but um, uh, whatever goes on its paws among all kinds of animals that go on all fours, those are unclean to you. Whoever touches any such carcass shall be unclean until evening. So I feel like I'm trying to read like the Constitution, you know, like the Second Amendment. They're like, yeah, see, that's oh, but it's a militia. I'm like, I don't really understand how to read this. It's the Am carcasses. I not supposed to touch... That's the carcasses. Okay. So you, you could probably have a pet dog. You think? Yeah, because it's not a carcass yet. If you kill it and then keep touching it, we have a problem. What am I going to do? Just, just like in real life. I'll just pick it up with my shovel and bury it in the garden. Okay. I mean, aren't carcasses literally unclean anyway? This actually makes sense. This is good rules for living, a lot of this, right? I think carcasses are unclean. You ever see, like, a, an old man with his wife, and then she dies on the bed, and they're like, beep, and she's like, she's dead, and the guy goes in for, like, one last kiss. I'm like, fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unclean. Yeah. It's fucking, that, that lips have been dead for 15 seconds. Fucking. I don't think maybe. it's I might super. go the five-second rule, but I'm not going, ugh. <laughs> 
I wouldn't touch her with my lips. Why don't you fucking eat that ass? That's you. She's you fucking, fucking creep. You fucking creep. These will also be unclean I don't like among this you. Part. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, things that are also unclean: the things that creeping things that creep on the earth, the mole, the mouse. Uh, it's it's interesting things that they knew about. Just how old this book is, or that they cared about. Yeah. So things that are unclean: the mole, the mouse, the large lizard. The gecko, the monitor lizard, the sand reptile, the sand lizard, and the chameleon. I like chameleons. No mention of dragons. Oh. No mention of dragons. That's but, very true. Dude, reptiles are gross though. They ha- they carry salmonella, right? So this is I all. It's this is, is the kind of yeah yeah I think so. So huh. reptiles do generally. Um, reptiles and chickens. Um, hmm. I think the point here is that, yeah, these are dirty-ass animals. You shouldn't be touching these. You're living in the desert. You don't have access to uh, hospitals, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously. So let's do everything we can to avoid any sort of contamination or plague that we could bring on ourselves. It's smart. This is good yeah, shit. Yeah, it's true. I heard that um, my concordance... Um, oh, where is this thing? Um, states that the distinction between clean and unclean, going back all the way to Noah, signifies the relationship of health, hygiene, and the avoidance of pagan practices um, that were primarily intended to teach Israel the concept of distinction. You know, if you can tell the difference between clean and unclean animals, then you shouldn't be able to tell the difference between, um, you know, sin and justice and whatever bullshit. You like know, it's all a know. bunch of metaphor, kind of? I guess or that it's like it's just part of that uh i think it's like when you have kids and you teach them to put their toys away you know yeah or like when you make kids do their homework even though it doesn't fucking matter i mean who gives a shit how good he does in the you know the second grade like who cares you know yeah these grades aren't gonna carry over no one's gonna care no it's one's more about you. well that's more about yeah. forming habits but it's yeah building habits you know exactly so i think that's part of the uh yeah, and also, that, well, one ahead. of the things that's been recurring is forming a distinction between the Israelites and the people around them, right? So not muddying the waters. I make, hope it doesn't work out bad for them, this tribalism and isolation, you know? All <laughs> right. Interesting take. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd want to blend in. That's me, you know? Yeah, yeah. But and yet you try so it. hard not to. It's weird. <laughs> I just, I just, I just want to fit in. Yeah, definitely. You're a real trend follower. Um, yeah. So then we get into not only are these bodies gross, don't touch the bodies, but uh, if they touch wa- a source of water, you know, if they touch your pots, if a mm. weasel gets into your pot, you got to break your pot. Yeah. Obviously. Right. So set up weasel snares around your storage items. I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's your options? I don't know. I guess um, that's why they didn't have Tupperwares. That's probably why they didn't have any fucking leftovers, because you couldn't keep anything. Because uh, the anything. weasels were getting into just it. Bring up fucking rock hyraxes touching everything. Interesting point. If a carcass falls onto seeds that you have for planting, they're still mm-hmm. okay, unless there was some water already put on the seeds, like to germinate them. Then they're they're unclean. You got to throw them out. It does seem kind of weird that. The more you read into this, and we're really going to get into some things that don't make any goddamn sense, but it's it starts to get a lot muddier separating this this makes sense. Like, like if I was reading this, I'm like, oh, yes, this is obviously holy words meant to show distinction versus, like, this is fucking witchcraft. I mean, this is paganism bullshit, you know? 
Like, I don't know. Like, if water was passing underneath the vessel as the rock hyrax touches it, then it is fine if the, if the full moon shines through a window and then the crow crocs it. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? What is all this shit? Sometimes it starts to get a little off the rails, I think. Maybe. Yeah, I could see that. It also, it's creating really wide boundaries between what's clean and what's unclean, just so that no one hasn't, you know, again, these people are living in the desert. They're going to die, like, in, in, at insane rates if they're not being careful about these things. So it, it does end up, you know, by hook or by crook, these crazy-ass rules probably did, you know, if these were real and were actually in place at this point in time, would have led to their survival, I think. It, it's kind of interesting. Again, talking about anti-Semitism through the ages, uh, yeah. one of the things I read was that when the plague was going on mm. uh, in the Middle Ages. In Europe, yeah. Yeah. That the Jews were uh, statistically less affected than the normal population. Because of these rules. Because of these rules. Because they bathed, because they didn't deal with dead bodies, because they buried their dead, because they weren't keeping around the living room and, like, jerking off into its mouth or whatever, you know? Um, Interesting. However, it is the plague spread. Uh, that it was another reason why they were like, have you noticed that all the Jews are totally fine with this plague and they're like they probably made the plague and they're like let's get them yeah you know? yeah that was very common if all these pogroms were kicking off because of that yeah. they'd yeah. say so that it's they were kind poisoning a, the well or whatever like that they yeah, were it's kind of a damned if you do that and like no we just wash our hands you guys should wash your hands yeah, follow I've our seen lead you, you wash your hands every five seconds yeah well everything's unclean so i have to you know you think i like it i don't <laughs> the person that's calling the juice out is like chewing on a dead rat. <laughs> like, uh, I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> uh, I think that might be related. Like these crafty Jews as he's spitting out a fucking tail. You're like, no, I. <laughs> this might be on you, buddy. <laughs> that might be related. I don't know. <laughs> Have you thought about taking a bath? Our God is all about it. Bath God. Um, Whatever crawls on its belly, whatever goes on all fours, or whatever has many feet, so centipedes, uh, is an abomination. Centipedes are an abomination. God I fucking hates them. Fucked up yeah. with that one. Roly polies, though, seem fine. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I'd play with those guys all day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Do you think this is why Benjamin Franklin famously said cleanliness is next to godliness? Um, maybe. I don't know. Maybe he just maybe he just knows how to be a good roommate. Maybe he was just like high on drugs and syphilis or whatever right. he was. That guy was a wild one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, he, he lists out all these things. Again, he's talking to Moses and Aaron. Aaron's probably got uh, a kind of a cynical worldview at this point. But he says, okay, I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore consecrate yourselves, and you shall be holy, and you shall not defile yourselves. And I'm the guy that brought you out of Egypt, and I'm your God, and you're going to be holy. And this is the law of the animals to distinguish yourself. And this is what can be eaten, uneaten, and ta-da. Yeah. And that's basically what Vicus puts, puts a stamp on it. Yeah. Uh, mushroom stamp. And then, hmm. so Leviticus 12, the ritual after childbirth. And this part is also pretty reasonable. I guess there's, okay, so let's so just, not the, let's, okay. it's very short, so let's just sum it up and then talk about it. So here's the part that isn't. Uh, they say that a, uh, so first off, a, a woman is, if she gives birth to a son, she's unclean for seven days. If she gives birth to a daughter, she's unclean for two weeks. Um, what is that about? So, my Bible... Hold on. Let's do the whole thing, because we kind of... So, if a woman bears a child, then she is unclean for seven days. 
uh, and this is the best part, as in the days of her customary impurity, she shall be unclean. So periods are just not, we're the Bible's get, just not a fan of periods. We're going to dig more into periods in a little bit. We'll yeah. dig more into periods, but just so you know, uh, me and the Bible agree that periods are kind of gross. Um, hmm. I don't, on I don't. the eighth day, the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. She shall then continue being unclean for an additional 33 days. Yes. And she's not allowed to touch anything or come into contact with anything. If she bears a female child, then she's unclean for two weeks. Uh, and then it will shall continue in the purification for another 66 days. So bear a kid, you're unclean for 40 days. Bear a daughter, you're unclean for 80. So uh, is that the distinguishing factor That's essentially you're going to make? The, a kid or a daughter? <laughs> a son or a daughter. Thank you. <laughs> it's like a. It's, uh, <laughs> um, and then when she's done with this thing, she's got to murder some pigeons and give them to the altar and make a sacrifice and all that other bullshit. Yeah, uh, a sin offering, which is interesting because yeah. a sin offering is something you give up at, because well, of something specific you did wrong, and women have to make a sin offering after giving birth. I don't well, know. That's kind of weird. Vaginas are inherently evil, so if you have a daughter, it's like. It's like evil squared. At least there's no reference to FGM in here. Let's give them that. <laughs> Let's thank God. Um, one thing that my Bible specifically states is that, at least in the case of when you bear a dude, technically he's circumcised. So he actually has his own sort of dealio that makes him clean and compact with God. So um, whereas when you have a male son... He gets circumcised, and then you sort of basically do 40 days between the two of you. It gets shared, that impurity. Uh, but when you have a daughter, she's just garbage from the womb to the tomb, so you got to kind of bear all that. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> you got to bear all that impure, imperfection on your on your shoulder for for for, an, for you know for both, the whole Yeah, days. yeah. Gross. Horrible. Um, and the priest, the patriarchy, shall make an atonement for her, and she will be clean. You know? Yep. So... And so and then she it. goes and gives her uh, her offering and yada, yada, yada. That's chapter 12. I do think 12. it's interesting is that, uh, so you just had a kid, and within two months you had to find a goat or a pigeon and beat the shit out of it. I mean, I don't know. That just I seems mean, like a lot of work for That's a what husbands are for, right? Lady. Maybe. He can do some of the heavy lifting and just, like, get it to her. Come on. Um, I'm sure there were reasons. Then again, back in the day, I feel like women just kind of popped kids out and kept rolling with it. They're like... You know. Probably didn't even break their stride. Yeah. <laughs> they, just, they just took a squat on the side of the road, and you just hoped that there was something soft underneath. Yeah. But do you know what's kind of cool about this? Do you think that this period of uncleanliness, you're probably not doing any real work? So it's kind of like maternal leave, I, hopefully, in a huh. way. I mean, dinner's still got to be made. Yeah, but you can't touch. No, you can't make dinner. You can't touch people's food. You're unclean. That's right. Oh, boy. It's probably like her idea of a vacation. Yeah. We're two white men, and I think that we're properly (laughs) equipped to discuss this. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, it's kind of legit if that's in effect what's going on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Giving her some time off. Uh, This is a weird tangent, but have you ever seen alternative styles of, like, home birth? Like, all the different ways people can have kids? Yeah, like in a pool. Have you ever seen a... I saw... I mean, I wish she hadn't been obese, because I don't know if it made a difference. Okay. And I can't really see what's going on, because she's heavy. But I saw one video where a woman was giving a home birth in a kiddie pool. 
And she's like, uh, and then she stands up and she squats like a sumo wrestler and just and just fucking farts this kid out. I was like, oh, my God. Why were you watching this? I don't know. I can't remember. I think it was I think it was part of my EMT training way, way, way back when. Because it was part of like, you know, if we get called in the emergency. And the, That's a reasonable the excuse. Coming. The baby's coming. I mean, I would much rather watch, because you know me, I spend a lot of time on uh, our Watch People Die on Reddit. Yeah, definitely bragging about that. (laughs) Just watching people get decapitated by, like, swinging gates while they're on a motorcycle and shit. But um, Good, good. Okay. Or yeah. a minivan plowed into a little No, we get it. All right. Kid. Yes, but thanks. Anyway, but I would much rather watch that. I would much rather watch a little girl accidentally fall into a well than watching uh, someone give birth. That's just me. But, yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> so Lev sure. Leviticus 13. Yeah. <laughs> the laws thanks. concerning leprosy. We're blowing through these chapters. Well, I think 12. We're only on our third chapter. We spent uh, almost this entire episode on 11. It feels like it's blowing. 12 is super short. Um. Yeah, defiling skin diseases. Those are cool. This now, is, the next, let's do this yeah. real quick. So the next two chapters, 13 is regulations about skin diseases and molds, right? Mm-hmm. So on people and on things. Chapter 14, the next one, is how to cleanse from skin diseases and how to cleanse from molds. So first, first we tell you the rules, then we tell you how to fix it, basically. So let's, well, let's hop in. Let's, we'll, we'll come back to that because there's some... There might be some debate on that. Uh, Something I find interesting is that this is God speaking to Moses and Aaron. And I don't know. God is almighty. Let's let's agree to that. He invented people, and he also invented leprosy. Yeah. Um, And it later will state that he's the one doling it out, you know? Yeah. Uh, God specifically is like, and then also when I give you guys leprosy, this is what you do, which is kind of, I don't know. But, um. The, the way that it's, to me, it's a negative on the Bible. Like, it's a, it's, a, it's a blemish on it. That God and these people really have no fucking clue what leprosy is. You know, I get these are laws made to sort of keep people safe from an incredibly debilitating and horrific disease that China, Egypt, the Middle East, Greece, and all these other peoples were fucking terrified of, you know? So sure. it makes sense that there would be two chapters on how to deal with something that is kind of like modern day, like, I don't know, AIDS or something, you know, something that's horrific, you know, like, like remember that Ebola scare? It was kind of like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, But much longer lasting because we're in America. Um, but it also just kind of seems, it's just obvious that Moses and Aaron have no clue what the fuck they're talking about, you know, like the idea that, oh, how do we know what leprosy is? Well, if the bright spot is white on the skin and the belly, but the hair is not white, then he shall be isolated for seven days. But if the sore becomes pink, well, and the hair becomes white. Like, what the fuck are you? Here's my question. Did you do any research on whether or not this is accurate to leprosy? I did. And it is partial. I mean, they obviously were dealing with leprosy, but um, I guess the whole point is that, so let's just sum it up. Uh, 13 is primarily a very long-winded explanation. It's a diagnostic for, tool. For it's a diagnostic indeed. tool, yeah. yeah. For how a priest will tell the difference between leprosy or, like, herpes or, like, some other sore or, like, you stepped on some poison ivy or some shit, you know? Yeah. And it's long. I mean, this is 59 verses on what to do when you're dealing with leprosies and how to know... Um, yeah, well, forty six, because then it gets well, into mold. Okay, yeah, kind of but yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But so we'll just we'll just get into some of it. You know, if the scab should at all spread over the skin, then the priest will see him again. And if he pronounces he has leprosy, and if the sore is on the person, and it's an old leprosy, but then there's a new one, and there's an outbreak over here. Yeah. yeah. And this skin is raw. It's and then we go from then we go from like rashes. We start looking at boils, right? If so it talks about flesh. What to look for if the boils? Oh, if you have a burn, they even look talk about what kind of burn is unclean. Um, they talk about yeah. uh, if a man or woman has a sore on their head or chin. And the priests are doing all this shit, yeah. If a man has a sore on his beard, and this is white what you spots. Do for that. Yeah. If, if a man has lost his hair and is bald, and is bald, uh, then he's clean. All yeah. right, so don't worry. Don't worry, bald guys. You're all good. You're fine. Don't for worry, now, David, you're free. <laughs> Uh, on the seventh day, if there's no yellow hair, but the scale has decreased, it's really, really, really in It's depth. tedious. Yeah. But it is. It's like, I mean, it's ancient WebMD. That's what it is. Uh, you got to be able to flip in here and see if you're if you're unclean or if you're just regular gross. Regular people uh, And then gross. here's what you do with their clothing. Now, some, here's the things that I don't think make sense. So uh, let me just briefly explain a little yep. bit about leprosy. Uh, leprosy is passed by droplets from the nose and mouths, which I think is kind of like like the flu, kind of you know, like it's it's yeah. airborne. You got to cough on somebody, basically. Yeah. Or it's not skin con- skin to- or or con- stick your fingers in your mouth and then stick your fingers in their mouth, you know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is you'd like um, to do, you just whatever made me you, gag. <laughs> whatever your fucking whatever your fucking kink is, um, which kind of in implies that a lot of this other stuff you know like um, so Leviticus 47 these are the laws concerning uh, garments by leprosy by lepers uh, if the plague is greenish or reddish in their clothes you know if there's got some shit on them and it's red or green and you know the, the, the about mold. isolate them yeah mold or something but that's not really how it works um, you have to burn the garment if the if you go to the guy's house and it's all fucked up. You gotta be like, oh, you gotta burn this whole house down, remove every brick, and take it out of the city and stuff like that. Well, okay, but I mean, black mold's for real, dude. If it's I popping guess, up, yeah, but it's not black mold. Is you know whatever. That's fine. What, no, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about molds, the things that grow and eat. But that's you not gotta, how you get leprosy. I know this is not. This is about molds showing up on your property. It's not about okay. It's not about I human sickness. It's still part anymore. of leprosy. I don't know. No, everything here, starting at 47, any fabric that is spoiled with a defiling mold. So just typical run-of-the-mill molds, you got to cut that shit wait, off. Wait, 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 wait. That's verse 47 you're reading? Yeah. Okay, so I'm reading the King James and yeah. uh, Leviticus 1347. Good one. Um, also, if a garment has a leprous plague in it, whether it is woolen garment or linen garment. So mine specifically yeah, that's old states school that they're talk. All talking about, oh, shit. That's old school shit. talk for mold. Fuck your Bible, man. Fuck your Bible. It's not good. I'm on by the King James or BTFO. <sighs> well, um, you're dumb. <laughs> huh. Okay, so anyway, but yeah, if you have leper's clothing, the, the priest examines it, checks it out. He washes it. He looks at it. He, the priests are kind of a jack of all trades. They know everything. Uh, and then they'll either burn it or declare it clean or whatever it's got to be scrubbed um leviticus 14 now here's a part where i wanted to talk about uh so one thing is that i'm reading my concordances for all these chapters and stuff and as usual they're utter horseshit um so leviticus 13 45 uh 
the leper on whom the sore is, his clothes shall be torn, his head bare, and he shall cover his mustache and cry, Unclean! Unclean! And he shall be unclean all the days he has swords. He shall be unclean and he's unclean. And he shall dwell out, outside the camp and be cast out of the village. Um, so, one, that's just sort of what they did with lepers. It was just a way of saying, okay, this guy has leprosy. Stay the fuck away from him. He has to go outside. And all lepers had to, like, walk around screaming that they were unclean and covering their mustache, you know? Yeah. Gross. I wonder why they... Well, I guess covering your mustache might be kind of a clever way of covering your fucking mouth so you don't cough on leprosy on people. Hmm. I hadn't See? thought about that. Yeah. Oh. I mean, again, some of this stuff's overkill, but it is useful, I think. I think they should have made them do a little dance, too. You know, like hop on one foot and put an L Do on the hokey pokey. Okay. Uh, Good. Um... The other thing is that my Bible is constantly, constantly trying to tie everything to God. It's like one of those like art majors who like shows up late to class, and you're like, okay, what do you what do you got to present to the class? And like, oh, I got a bowling ball covered with a sheet. And you're like, oh yeah, what's that? And it's like the bowling ball represents the truth of this world, and the sheet is the government. Man, shut the fuck up. You just showed up late. You just found that shit in your trunk. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, like um, like it's just constantly be like, oh, and of course, uh, the ritual for cleansing. This is obviously referencing the fact that God send his uh, only son to die for our sins and that would be the cleansing for the lepers you know and when praise I don't I think you're making that shit up Bible um, but uh, the thing is is that now for Leviticus 14 this is the ritual for cleansing healed lepers um, one specific thing that my Bible states is that the priests are only really capable of identifying leprosy Helping them be, you know, isolated and getting rid of all their clothes and kind of helping them. But only God can cure leprosy. According to, at this time, leprosy was an uncurable disease. And yep. if leprosy left you, uh, then you would have a ceremony to be like, oh, hey, he's clean now. But it's, you know, praising God because God did it. Sure, because so, they didn't believe that it, yeah, that it had a natural cure. There's no way, according to man, you know. Now we have, uh, you know, obviously antibiotic uh, multi-treatments. But uh, at this time, they're like, yeah, you know, you tear your clothes, you walk around, you scream that you're a piece of shit, and then if you ever get better, I'll we'll throw a party, I guess. You know. Yeah. For sure. Um, and again, I'll keep digressing. Are we? So, are you are you Ron pulling from 14? fourteen now? Yeah, yeah, you're pulling from fourteen. So I think that. Again, this so this is. It, I like how these two chapters kind of, it's like you have what the doctor's supposed to do, and then you have what the patient's supposed to do, right? So right. like, you figure this shit out, you go through all these things, and yeah, a lot of it is over the top, but shaving off hair is a great way. Like, it actually, a lot of these things end up being useful. I think. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, kind of like in the way that like. People just figure shit out back in the day, you know? Yeah. Just getting rid of the ability for uh, germs. Yeah. I mean, if if superstition works, like if you somehow stumble on it, you know, like people did figure that shit out. They're like, oh, what do we do if the guy's got a cold? Like, well, we, where we wrap him in bamboo and we leave him out in the woods. It's like, oh, but he stays nice and warm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We make chicken soup. Like, oh, fuck. All right. It's kind of like how it would be an effective way to fight the flu if anyone that had symptoms, you just... Uh, threw him into an enormous pit, like a sarlacc yeah. pit. Oh, yeah. Um, sure, it's not the best way to fight it, but it will eventually it will stem stop the, the f- tide of the sick. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Like, uh, for instance, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the bark. Oh, my God. There's a bark of a tree that's used to make aspirin. I can't remember what the name of the tree is. I know is. what you're talking about. Um, it's from the New World. They found it. They brought it over. But anyway, the point was is that the shaman of the time were like, oh, you grind that bark up as part of their rituals. You grind that bark up and you drink it or whatever, and it helps to fight the fever. And then you know the, the Spaniards came in and killed all. I think it was the Portuguese maybe. Whatever. doesn't matter. Um, came in there and killed them. Uh, we should actually talk about that. That let, let's talk about that in the next. The invention of aspirin is fucking amazing. Because if I'm not mistaken, it was created by um, Puritans, hmm. maybe, or something like that. Well, so it's from uh, Willow I, a, Bark. Willow Bark. Thank you. Yeah. The, the point was is that the guy. I'm gonna have to read about it because there's something very ironic that the guy who invented. There was a guy who died of an incredibly treatable fever who was Catholic, I think, or Protestant. I can't remember. But the other side made the medicine, and he was like, fuck you guys. I'd rather die than take your new medicine. They're like, take our medicine if you care. And he's like, nah, I'd rather die. They're like, it's aspirin. It's new. It can cure. He's like, nah, eat shit. I'd rather die. <laughs> so I'm going to look it up, and then we'll come back to it. Let's talk yeah, about the next episode. That'll be fun. It'll be funny. I, I, it was just one of the funnier things I remember reading growing up. But, mm. uh... Anyway, so Leviticus 14, just to sum it up, these are the rituals for cleaning healed leopards. So they already have to be healed, and this is how the priest kind of goes over and gives them the clean bill of health and yeah. rips a couple of doves apart. And so once, once we've identified that they no longer have the bad uh, symptoms, then we can start the, the cleaning process, the um, cleansing process. So if I'm not mistaken, it's seven days of the guy just kind of being isolated and clean himself. You know, he has to wash his clothes, shave off all his hair, wash himself in water. Um, and he shall stay outside his tent for seven days. On the seventh day, he'll shave all his fucking shit again and he'll wash. And on the eighth day, he shall take two male lambs without blemish and sacrifice them in a log of oil, whatever the fuck that is. That's how we should we should do this. Instead of having hospitals to take care of the sick, if you get some horrible illness, just stay outside. Just go <laughs> set up a tent in your backyard and live I back there. I recommend it to any parent. If you have a young <laughs> child who's the got woods. like a fever, you push him out in the woods for seven days. He'll come back healthy or something. Yeah, they might fight I, a wolf I or bet. something cool. I bet, yeah. <laughs> Strong children. Strong children. And yeah. don't vaccinate. For sure. Seven days out. You know, just have your newborn, push him seven days out Here's in the a world. Question. Problem solved. Dude, I mean, vaccines would not align with any of this, right? Uh, They're unco- vaccines there's would certainly be nothing about vaccines in the Bible. We can all agree. I'm just saying, biblically speaking, coming into contact with, you know, dead or, or uh, inert, um, you know, cultures... Uh-huh. Of measles or whatever it is, that's right. got to be unclean. You can't do that. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. unclean. You're Christians, be... if you're listening to us, don't mm-hmm. vaccinate. Don't vaccinate. Your we are pro anti-vaccine. <laughs> well, well, not for my kids, but I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I would. Yeah, I'm vaccinating <laughs> the shit out of my kids. I'm gonna get um, too many vaccines. You know what's kind of funny is that I don't know. I am pro vaccine, obviously. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, but. When I see those things, like, have you ever read the inserts? Do you know there's thymosal mercury? I'm like, I don't give a shit, man. Fucking give it to me. I guess the reason why I'm pro-vaccine is because I don't really give a shit. 
You know, I don't, I don't really care about my kid's safety. That's why I'm pro-vaccine. They're like, you know, it's mixed with uh, dead chicken and uh, aborted fetus. And I'm like, fuck it. Who cares? Fuck him. Give him those aborted fetus. Stick it in him. Yeah. I don't give a shit. But, hey, waste not, want not. That's what I say yeah. about aborted fetuses. Yeah, you think I, you know, that's what my mom said. She's like, you think I love these kids? Inject them with the whole enchilada. I don't care. Literally <laughs> an enchilada. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, shit. Like, uh, is there extra vaccines we could give him? I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, if, man. If you, technically, if you hit a kid hard enough with a bat, you can uh, vaccinate them against bludgeoning death. That is absolutely sound science. I mean, it's in the same boat, <laughs> yeah. you know? It's like when my mom was trying to uh, make me uh, resistant to hypothermia, you know, she just, just locked me outside the house, you know, and... Uh, uh, and fridge weather, you know, with no jacket. She'd be like, this is because of you. Hey, I hate you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Fucking every Christmas. Every Christmas. Okay, shit. let's go on. <laughs> is it chapter 15? Uh, yeah, we're talking about the lambs you have to kill when you have leprosy. And then... Um, I think we're done with 14. Yeah. You get it. Shit? No one if cares. You're, yeah. If you're dirty, clean yourself up. And one then of the things, God will commune with you again. Uh, yeah, and there's there's a lot of other callbacks, you know, like you're gonna take blood and put it on the lobe of their ear and on their thumb and all this other weird shit like that. It, it's very fucking. It's witchcraft, you know. It is. Yeah, of course it is. Like I mean, someone, all medicine. What any me- you could go back a hundred years and a lot of medicine is gonna look like witchcraft. Yeah, to you. like why are you sticking your hand on my dick and making me cough? Like what the fuck is all this shit? You know. Like have you ever watched the show? Um, it was starring Clive Owen, and he was like a doctor. And it was like a. Oh, a I know set. what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the uh, Nick. The Nick. Yeah, yeah, it's a good show. But yeah, a lot of that shit. You're like, wow. All right. We so, have to get his. Uh, what's the? What's that term? The. It was the, all speed based wicked. because you did, you wanted to keep the body open for as little time as possible. So like, quick, 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 quick. <laughs> get, oh. in there, get in there! Get Just shoving it. That's funny shit. Um, but it's it's all very pay. And then he's gonna sprinkle some blood on their face and some oil in here and stuff. And that's oh great, you're free of leprosy. Um. The thing I found interesting is this is Leviticus 14.33. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and said, When you have come into the land of Canaan, which I give you as a possession. Cool. Fuck all the other people that are still in there. Um, and I put the leprous plague in a house in the land of your possession. And he who owns the house uh, and tells the priest saying, It seems to me there is some plague in the house. So basically God's like, Hey. So again, as I've told you, uh, you're going to go into Canaan, that's yours, and fuck whoever is already there. I don't care what you got to do, you got to kick them out. Yeah. But Bye. once you've done that, once you've uh, you know aggressively pushed people out of their homes, I'm probably going to give you guys a little bit of leprosy here and there. There might be some leprosy, I'm going to do it, I don't know why, there's no explanation. You'll have some leprosy, you'll have some well, leprosy, that's for the sins. that's for the sins of Adam and Eve. But yeah, <laughs> it doesn't even reference that. It, it just there's it's, no explanation like, for God's will. He's just like, by the way, I do that shit. Well, that's no, that's the whole point. It's like we have to suffer because of original sin. But okay. regardless, go ahead. Whatever. He's like, by the way, some guy you don't even know, fucking eight generations back or whatever. Uh, hey, he was our daddy. Fucking ate an apple or some shit. So now I'm giving you guys leprosy. Tough breaks, huh? But anyway, um. If these are the laws of when someone just walks up to the priest and like, hey, man, like, what's up, bro? I think there's some plague in my house. Can you check it out? Like, all right, I'll go look at it and we'll see what's up. Um, and basically, this is the law of how you deal with the leper's property. You basically just go into their house. You wreck the place. You pull it all apart if you see any reddish or greenish shit on the walls or whatever. And you just rip the place apart and take it outside the city and break it down or whatever. So 
as is tradition. And there's a lot of rules. Like, if you go into the house, you're unclean. Or if you lie down and wash clothes, you're unclean. If you touch a guy who touched a guy who touched a guy who touched the house, you're unclean. They're all unclean. Everyone's unclean. Just give up. You're all unclean. Yeah. Definitely the rantings of a hypochondriac. Yeah, if you if you With kill OCD. a bird in an earthen vessel over running water, and you gotta take cedar and hyssop and sprinkle it, and then the wood, and then the and purify the house with the bird's blood. You gotta catch a bird. You gotta let a bird go. No more leprosy. I mean, why don't you burn some sheets and fucking boil some water? What the fuck are you guys doing? It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you ever have a scab or a swelling, just fucking burn your house down. It's coming. You know, just it's, it'd be less effort. Skip a lot of these steps, yeah. That way, I'm with it. Uh, Leviticus 15. We're bored. This is a stupid fucking Let's, book. Well, here's the thing about 15 that I think will make this a little more interesting. The first, I want to almost skip over the first 15 verses. It's the same shit. If people have discharge coming out of their bodies, they're unclean until what the discharge stops. Have you ever had a discharge out of your body? Yeah. <laughs> Because they're not referring to semen. They're just talking about like a normal Dude, pus, anything. Yeah, it happens. You're living out in the desert. You're working in the fields. I guess. I got bit by a spider once. That was fucking gross. There's all kinds. People have discharges. I think it would even probably include like if you're sick and you got a bunch of mucus coming out of your nose. Whatever. I I guess blisters would probably count too. And I get those all day in the week. Once they pop. Yeah. So the idea is if you have an unnatural discharge, stay clean, wash up until blah, blah, blah. It's over. If you touch a clay pot, break it. At uh, verse 16, we get into, I guess they, they say, this is where the fun begins. The skeet skeet laws. Yeah, we're going to talk about semen and periods, right? Hell so yeah. We're pretty juvenile. Finally. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Um, We all know that piss is stored in the balls. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know where they keep the cum. Um, here's the thing. If a man no. comes, take a bath. All right, that's not even bad advice. I like that. I do that, yeah. Uh, I don't, but I should. What, you just let it dry on your fucking skin? Like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, No. If your clothing got cum on it, wash it. Obviously, right? This is all good. This is good shit. Listen up, neckbeards. If you you have fucking jizz sock and wash it every now and then. (laughs) If you have sex and, and you come, both of you must bathe. But I'm guessing if you don't come, if you're faking it, you're right. fine. Yeah. It just says you have to clean up if Why you Why would you, though? I don't know. Well, maybe because you don't want to take a bath. So you just <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, oh, what I love to do is just have sex, but I don't like to orgasm. Like, oh, you're so you're going to save so much time by not bathing afterwards. Like, yeah, I just like smell like a shitty fucking warm. <laughs> okay, so, so there's, there's our semen part. Now, here's where it gets fucking crazy. Okay. When a woman... Has her flow, uh-huh. which well, happens uh, once a once a month. Chapter. Let's do it. Chapter so, verse. chapter fifteen, verse nineteen. When a woman has her regular flow of blood, the impurity of her monthly period will last seven days, and anyone who touches her will be unclean until evening. So, one week out of every month, women are unclean. That's three quarters of their entire, or sorry, one quarter of their entire life. Uh-huh. They're just walking around being unclean, not allowed to be touched. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, and Why honestly, is it a seven-day period? I can't speak for everyone, but is that not a normal amount of time to have your period? I have no idea. It's a little I, on the long side. I really don't pay attention that much. No, granted, like it can all be affected by if you're on the pill and different stuff, but 
we really being, being unclean co-host <laughs> being <laughs> unclean for seven days is call a your mom time. ask her what like. <laughs> great yeah i don't have a wife or anything this is, <laughs> i wouldn't want to talk to my wife about that yeah but your mom huh <laughs> call your mom that's very uh, um but yeah basically she's just filthy for those seven days that she's having her period her bed is filthy anything that touches her is unclean anything on her bed or anything on which she sits so that saddle basically had to be thrown out when um what's her face rachel was turtling on that uh teraphim or whatever yeah and if you bang her you're unclean for a week yeah, so anyone who's looking for an excuse not to uh, Red Wing, here you go. You can just say, no, I gotta stay clean for God. If having sex with someone, with a woman on her period, if those, uh-huh. and you were unclean for seven days, if those days stack up, I'm unclean for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just add, just add to the fucking pile. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right. Think about that the next time we touch Cole. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna make right. you unclean too. Oh boy! <laughs> Fucking what smells like pennies? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. That would be my breath. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, We're Gary. so mature, dude. I love it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what uh, else we got? Uh, if she has a disport. Discharge her blood for many days at a time, other than her monthly period. First off, yikes, get that looked at. Yeah. There could be a lot of problems. That sounds like what? That's like would be like a really early uh, miscarriage would look like that, I guess. Uh, I guess. I was thinking it was like a... Honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really know shit about the female body, to be honest. I just know what I got to put my mouth on, you know? I don't really... We'll we'll save that for the experts. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. like I I think I know what a yeast infection is. I have no clue. I don't know. Why would I know? I don't know. Uh, maybe I've seen gonorrhea in a book. I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on down there. To me, it's a an open wound. Yeah, on the best of days. Well, that's I why might it's be not clean. Yeah. Um. So anyway, she has to get cleaned of her discharge, and then she shall count seven days, and after that, she should be clean. So I imagine women are just filthy most of the time. And by the way, uh, every day that she is unclean, she shall take for herself two turtle doves or two young pigeons and bring them to the priest. So that's an embarrassing time. Like for seven days, you're just going, you're just air drying, you know, in the kitchen, hoping no one walks in on you. And then at the end of the eighth day, you got to go find two pigeons to murder. And get, like, by the way, I've been squirting blood all over my kitchen floor. Like, oh, thank well, you for the pigeons. It's an egalitarian culture, clearly. Um, and then it, the chapter wraps up. You must keep the Israelites separate from things that make them unclean. Basically the same stuff we're talking about with the food, the right. eating animals. Um, so that you will not die in your uncleanliness for defiling my dwelling place. So basically if you go in and you're doing some holy shit and you're unclean, that's when you're going to get roasted like the two kids of Aaron did. Um, so that's why this cleanliness thing is important. It's not I just. Think, go ahead. It's well, obviously, the in the long run, it can be helpful for you. Some of these rules are reasonable and help you literally not get sick. But also, you have the whole God might turn me into a human barbecue at any moment if I overstep His boundaries. Um, I think it also serves as a kind of a vector for the tribalism and isolation of the Jewish people. 
So you can be unclean by association. You know, if you touch a woman and she isn't following your laws and isn't paying attention to the way that you pay attention to shit, you're kind of fucked up yourself just by being a part of them, you know? Yeah. If a guy, if you, like, got a best friend, but he's, you know, a Canaanite and he touches, he just fingers dead dogs every afternoon, you know, and he's a cool guy beyond that, but you can't hang out with him. If he touches you, you're unclean. The whole weekend's fucking roasted, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just can't imagine hanging out with my buddies without touching each other a bunch. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, I think the, we're all the over point each is, other. they're not even, there aren't other people out here, I don't think. Even. Well, they're, I, I think, well, he states in the previous couple of chapters that when they meet the Canaanites, the Perizzites, and the Havites, or whatever the fuck their guys' name are, Amorites and shit, that they are not to interact with them pretty much, period. They're just to show up there, kill every last one of them, and push them out of their lands, you know, wink. Yeah, that's not interaction. Yeah, well, but, I mean, it's sort of interaction, you know, like at the edge of your sword. sword. It's not like you're hanging out. You're not holding hands and looking up at the stars. Yeah, exactly. So that's why you don't got to really worry about these cleanliness rules with other people because the other people don't really matter. When you cut that man in half and his blood sprays all over you, uh, you're just unclean for the afternoon. You know, you got to take a bath, yeah, but, you know. There's probably special rules for battle. I wonder if we're going to get into that, like if you shed blood and it gets on you. Surely there's going to be some verses later. Because they're about to make some motherfucking war. They're going to need those rules. I would think so. I would hope so. You know, We'll get to it, I'm sure. Because that would be funny if you're just like covered head to toe in the blood of a Perizzite. And then you're like, oh, there's a dead there's a dead pig. Everyone watch out. Yeah. That would be, uh, well, yeah, I'm sure it's redundant at that point. That is basically Leviticus 11 through 15. Covered another five verses. We're taking good little bites out of this book. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'll be eager to see it done. Um, I I hope everyone out there is going to be staying clean this week. All right, I want you to all focus on these things. Uh, with the exception of uh, your filthy fucking blood dick habits, uh, how much of this do you ever really violate just normally? I mean, I guess we're not the same as uh, Middle Easterns at this time, but I don't really handle a lot of. I guess I handle a lot of bacon. I guess I'm fucked that way. I don't want to freak you out right now. But I'm violating every single rule as we speak. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just finger banging a centipede, and it's not a good. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I just, I've got a small galvanized tub filled with afterbirth, and I just hang out with it. You know? I didn't know that Al was on her period. <laughs> <laughs> oh Yikes. man, I wonder if that's. A <laughs> There's just some guy fucking a goat, and you're like, hey, you're in trouble. Like, what? It was like, I was just fucking a goat. Like, yeah, but it was on its period. You're like, oh, uh, shit. God. Damn it. My whole my whole afternoon's shot. This is gross, dude. We okay, need to really put this We need to put this one behind us. Yeah, uh, let's do you have, done with this episode. Do you have any thoughts about it that are overarching? I, I feel like we, uh, we kind of, we did a lot of good tying the themes in as we went, so I don't, um, I don't know. You get it. I guess. I had one more thing part of just oh again as i was talking about my bible's constantly trying to like jerk off that every single thing is a reference to christ the earthen vessel that they have to break when they get cleaned for healing is a according to my bible the earthen vessel may symbolize the lord jesus christ as his fleshly body was an earthen vessel for the holy spirit shut the fuck up what is this bullshit the water may be symbolic of the holy spirit you're just obviously uh fanfic trying to make shit up like, i don't believe you well yeah it's filling in it's like the opposite of an of a prophecy it's looking at things that already happened in hindsight yeah. 2020 in your way into it you know supporting your your new religion 
I just I just feel like it's obviously just paganist bullshit, and you're trying to like retcon it afterwards. And be like, no, no, no. It's like it's like when they made like um episodes one through three of Star Wars, you know, and they were a big bag of shit. But now that Disney technically owns it, now there's all these kind of like prequel memers trying to be like, oh no, they were okay though. They were okay. No, they weren't. All right, and I'm like, well, maybe the the original trilogy was actually kind of genius and they were referencing all these things that were going to come like no they were garbage stop trying to bring it back it's not coming yeah maybe jar jar is actually a darth maybe the live bird represents the freedom at the price of the lord coming ascending into heaven and that his blood represented the eternal sacrifice shut the fuck up god damn it they're i mean they're looking at they're doing they're doing the same things that the the greeks did when they looked up at the stars and drew lines to make them into their gods you know it's the yeah. same thing. It's already there. You're trying to build something off of it. It's a bunch of like post creation post creation of these stories and turning it into a new schematic narrative. I but, guess. Yeah. To me it's just like when JK Rowling after the fact is like, by the way, that one time Dobby did that thing, it's because he's trans. I'm like, I, I believe that. Well, is that it? Do we need to not bother the people anymore? Yeah, let's wrap this shit up. Um, if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at a Revelations. We're trying to keep it fun in there. We're trying to talk to you guys. Let us know what you think about the episodes. If you want to send us an email, you can at revelationspodcast at gmail.com. Um, let me say this, Cole. You mentioned earlier when we were talking about the priests and how they were diagnosing these sicknesses. and right. They kind of knew how to do everything. Did they say anything about how to end an episode? Um, 